This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello people, welcome to another live Palace Focus. I'm D and I'm joined by Stan here. T will also be joining us soon to talk about all the latest with Palace. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Brighton game and also looking ahead to the Leicester game as well. As always, if you're watching this on demand or replay, wherever you want to see it, um, let, let us know in the comments down in the comment section down below what you thought about the game and what you think about our opinions, whether you agree or disagree with them, we'll try to reply back to you. And if you're here live with us, if you do enjoy it, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. I've got a smile on my face, but in all honesty, Stan, after yesterday's game and the way that it ended with the result one all, I just, I, I can't even watch post-match interviews because it just annoys me. The game was at our hands. It was a 95th minute, disappointing to concede in the last second of the game, literally. But what did it make of the game overall? I thought it was a solid Palace performance, but it was just the result that was disappointing. I thought we were excellent for 94 and a half minutes. Even 95, we were excellent. Mm. And then two mistakes. Well, you know what? There was three mistakes in the game. And those mistakes cost us. We can talk about, like, I know that people on here are going to defend him, whatever. Jordan Ayew needs to get the fuck out of this team. He needs to get out of this club. Steve Parrish and Dougie Friedman need to call him into their office today and say, rip his contract up in front of his face and pay him up, off you go, mate. You're not good enough, mate. He wouldn't even get a game at Sunderland. He won't score goals in League One. He's washed. He's a car horse, mate. He's rubbish. But are you, but are you saying that due to the chance that he missed? Did he, he actually have game, that much mate. of a bad performance yesterday? He cost us the game, mate. Mate, mm. he's... Look at him. Look at the stats for him. One successful, one, one successful pass, I think, or one attacking pass successfully made. Apart from that... Nothing, mate. He runs into blind alleys. He passes sideways here and there. He's got no pace on him. And he couldn't hit He couldn't hit a barn door, mate. He could not hit a barn door. So, in my opinion, you got to get rid of him. Like, he hasn't scored. He hasn't had a meaningful contribution in over a year to a game. A goal or an assist or anything. He hasn't had a meaningful contribution to a game in over a year. And that that's what it is, mate. That is where. That's it. I wanted to start with the positives, but let's just let's start this Jordan Ayew chat then. So, as you're talking about Ayew, was there were there anyone else in the lineup that you was thinking mm, maybe 
they shouldn't have started? Or is it just the case of, are you... And why do you think Vieira is starting him then? As, as you've been saying, he hasn't scored that many goals. And I think Vieira said it after the game as well, how um, he needs to try and bring his confidence back. But why do you think he's forcing him? Because personally, there had to be one change in this game. And I said it before. And I'm not just talking about Ayu's chance. You can mm-hmm. look at my tweets before. I said that Jordan Ayu needs to be dropped for Olise. Due to the fact that, you know, he only is just a better player. Whenever he's come on, even against Liverpool um, and our last home game against Tottenham as well, when he's come on, he just looked brilliant. Like, he hasn't had anything wrong with his game. So he needs to start for us. But there were some people saying that Ayu's work ethic um, is so great that he needs to start. Look, no, no. if it was under Roy Hodgson, if it was under Roy Hodgson, I would understand the work ethic comments because, you know, we were defensive and you needed yeah. to work hard to go and get that clean sheet. But as Even, a football club, as a football club, I reached this stage where we're not going to grow if we keep talking about work ethic being the reason for a player to start. You give me the fitness coach, and trust me, I'll run for 90 minutes as well. We act like Jordan Ayu is flash on drugs. Like, he's normal. He works. He works like everyone else. Listen, he's listen, not running all over the pitch. If I played for Palace, I'd work hard. I wouldn't do much, but I would work hard. The reason Elisa is not in is I just think they're trying to get him up to speed. The Derby game is a big game to bring him in, okay? I, I, I'm I, not going to cuss Vieira too much on this. If he continues to persevere with Ayu, then obviously my opinion's going to change. But honestly, I don't know what Ayu's doing at this football club. I don't know what he's doing at this football club. I I would have marched him into the office this morning. I, I'm going to go, there's your freaking contract, mate. Get out. That's it. There's your million dollars, million pound for the season. Get out. That's what. Don't I you think you? Don't you think you'll be good off the bench though? No. Like just no. for contribute last 10, 15 no. minutes of a game. No. Nothing. He's got the experience. Doesn't but why? But, but why? Why? Why, why wouldn't he? He's not. He's not. He's not up to the standard of the Premier League, mate. I would have put that away yesterday. And yes, I'm, that's frustrating. I'm but that's only one chance. And I'm thirty-six years old and about a stone overweight, mate. <laughs> but I would have put. I would have put that away or I would have squared it to Wilf. Do you know what I mean? So, like I said, there was other, two other mistakes in that game that cost us, but Ayu is like, he needs to be held accountable for that and he should not be playing in the Premier League. And I've said this for months. Mate, even when he had his 10 or 11 goal season, he was rubbish. Okay? He no, 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 rubbish. you can't say that. He said, he, he, he said... He said, uh, we had this debate with you and I had this debate with you and T before as well. He wasn't rubbish. In that season, without Ayu and Vicente Guaita, which we're going to be talking about, in that season where we scored only 31 goals and we stayed up, without Ayu's contributions, we would not be in the Premier League right now. I don't think we will be in the Premier League right, right. now. You talk about 9 or 10 goals, but them 9 or 10 goals out of 31 is significant. How many of them were like lucky rebound, lucky? Yeah, but bound. it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. When Ronaldo scores a goal, when Ronaldo scores a goal, it's no a one talks about him being a lucky mate. rebound. He's yeah, but that's what. But, but that's what Ayu was doing as well. He he was a clinical finisher in that season. He was he was at the right. Also in that season when he scored that goal against West Ham, running past <laughs> three or four of their players, that was not clinical finisher. He turned into Messi that season. You mate, cannot go to Ayu. One goal, mate. But he contributed. We're, two, not, here. we're not here right goals. now talking about the Brighton game, probably because we're not. We're probably not in the Premier League. Two goals: one against Watford and one against West Ham. The other two was always like dink off the keeper, dink off this, dink off that. Mate, he's rubbish. We've backed him till the end. Get rid of him. He's rubbish, mate. 
But I, I feel like you're, you're being too harsh on him. I don't think he's good enough to start. And I said this just a minute or two ago as well. I think Olisa should have started. And we saw why. Um, and it was kind of... Let's talk about Olisa in, in particular as well here. Because when IU did go off, Jeffrey Schluck came on. Do you What is going on with the Olisa situation? Do you think Vieira just... Get, like not trying to put him in too quickly, trying, trying to give to him some time. Him I think he's trying to work him in. I think he's going to start the next game, personally. I personally do. It's going to be him or Schlup, but Elise is going to get more game time. Just like, we've just got to believe that. You know what, though? When Schlup come on, he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing when he came on. But, mate, I just, I can't get over that miss. At 1-0, that miss kills the game. It's done. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I can't, like... I'm like, I come home fuming last night and I'm still fuming this afternoon I'm, at that miss. I'm mad as well. I'm mad. As I said, I can't watch any post-match interviews or even highlights because it's like, how on earth didn't we go and win that game? But now we talked about Ayu and Olise, I want to go and move on to the positives. Yoki Manderson yesterday was perfect. Brilliant. And Fantastic. we talked about Mark Gray for the, you know, the, set, the goal that we conceded, but... Both of them, I feel, throughout the game were very solid. And what what is it that makes them so good? Is it a passing? I don't, like, it feels like the all-round game is just on point. Mate, I just think that they're better players. Like, if did you see um, at the start of the first half, um, Anderson, he was, I think, on the, on the right-hand touchline and he was under a bit of pressure from Welbeck and he just calmly Cruyff-turned it, pinged it across the other side. And like Scott Dan does that, he ends up in hospital. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right? But I'm just saying that they are both of them are an upgrade, like a massive, massive upgrade. And we can we've been talking about this for weeks now. Like he was Anderson, especially, is like he's 25 years old, experienced player, Premier League, Serie A, international footballer, and he's a baller, mate. Like he can play ball. Have you been surprised? Have you been surprised no. by his performances so far? No. No, because I saw him last season for Fulham and he, he was on loan and he was captain. That's how good he was, mate. Yeah, he was captain uh, after yeah. two games whilst being on loan. Not surprised. Which is actually mental. Not surprised at all, to be honest. Mm. Not at all. Well, well, we'll be reading out some of the comments. Jay says, Ratsaki needs to start ahead of IU has bags of potential and offers something different. Well, just quickly going back to that chat... Raksaki, how does he fit in? I said this before in live Palace Focus and I've said it in my match reactions as well. Raksaki is a player that we shouldn't sleep on as a fan base and as a football club. Um, I genuinely believe that he has talent and I genuinely believe that he can offer something right now. But if you're Patrick Vieira, there's no way he drops Ayu that much that he's not going to be in a matchday squad, right? For Raksaki. Mate, you know what? I, I, I don't know if Raksaki should be starting, but I think he should be in the squad ahead of Ayu. Ayu is actually blocking the development of two very, very good young players. So that's another reason to just bring him into Dougie's office or Parrish's office, rip up his contract, pay him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not talk about Ayu anymore. You're just, you're just on his case after what happened yesterday. Mate, Mate, he I know he shouldn't have started, but he should have started. But maybe he has a role off the bench. I don't think he'll be that bad for us. You know, he can do something. He's still got something in him to, you know, yeah. a good 15, 20 minutes off the bench. 
to offer something maybe when we're behind or maybe if we're winning games. As everyone talks about his work ethic, maybe he can show that work ethic in the last 15, 20 minutes. I don't think it's that bad that we have to release Jordan Ayer yeah. after one miss yesterday. But, and like I said, the player ratings, you got to give him a one. He's a one, mate. Num he's one out of 10, one. And he's been one out of 10 for the past 18 months because he's that bad. Well, look, let's move on. We talked about Yoki Anderson. We, we, we'll, we'll be continuing talking about some players as well. Uh, reading out your comments um, whilst doing so. I thought yesterday, going to one of the decisions, the penalty one, Conor Gallagher, I thought it was a clear Final decision. Penalty, yeah, find a penalty. Wolf on the score sheet once again. And do you see celebration? My do you kid, see celebration? You know what? I, I, was like, I was like 30 <laughs> seconds away from posting it, like chirping like a load of Brighton fans as well. Like with the, you know, um, but obviously they had the last laugh. Mate, Wilf was great yesterday. Excellent. Run and ragged, caused them problems. Um, like I said, the one thing I will say, they had a penalty shout up their end. And Glenn Murray um, was a pundit in Canada for the zone. And I'll tell you, anyone who thinks he's a Palace legend, my Lord, you should have seen the bias for Brighton that he had. He was saying they've been cheated, they've been this, they've been that. Seriously? Yeah, mate. He's, yeah. He's Judas Brighton scum and he always will be in my mind anyway, but you know what I mean? He was like, absolutely, he said nothing good about Palace yesterday. Jeez. I didn't, I didn't, well, of course, I was at the game, so I haven't watched him yeah. and I'm not also in America, but yeah, he's always, I guess he ended it with Brighton. He went back there, but I don't know. At Palace, he done his thing as well, so... It's, it's a bit weird for him to choose a side, but if he wants to go support Brighton, go ahead. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. He's done anyways. Um, yeah. Apparently, CJ heard that as well from um, Murray, and I think PP said that as well. Um, now, let's talk about the main incident, another incident that cost us a goal. Oh, my days. I, I was going to record a live match reaction, and I just couldn't do it because I, I was just so furious. It was so annoying to see us concede in that manner because it's happened before and it happened back in the 2019 season, I think, where we're talking about, you know, how I scored 10 goals or nine goals that season. It happened in that season as well, where it was the last minutes of the game and I can't remember what game it was and we just didn't keep the ball. And it was a season. It was the last season. No, it, was, it was the season before that. I'm pretty sure last. it was the last season. I was at the ground. I might have been against Villa at home or something like that. And we conceded a last minute goal. And then after that, we learned from it. We, we we made sure that we were the best team in the league in time wasted after that in around the 90th minute. Yesterday, once again, look, I want to talk about Vicente Guaita because it's been on my mind and people from back of the nest also know this as well. I don't think he's been the same goalkeeper this season. No, not at all, mate. Take, take, away, take away even the last mistake. I don't think he's... I, I, I personally haven't been confident with him in goal. And I'm not too sure what it is. But do you know, do you know, maybe, is it Patrick Vieira? Is it just he's out of form? What yeah. has it been this season where he hasn't been 100% convincing? Because there's no way that I could sit here and say that it is the same Vicente Guaita that we've seen from previous seasons. Was he not player of the year last year as well? Yeah, like, it's yeah. confused. He's not playing on them levels. It, it, I don't, Mate, maybe, yeah. Go this on. is what I said to you. As, as a former goalie as well, Oh, you um, was a goalie. Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> How many goals did you concede this season? Too many, bro. <laughs> too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many. Um, 
But anyway, um, so I will tell you this, like goalkeeping has changed so much. He's a bit of a Roy Hodgson keeper. Like he's not a, a Wayne Hennessy or like a big lump goalkeeper. But no one wants to be Wayne Hennessy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good comparison. What? No one wants, <laughs> no one wants the, to be a Wayne Hennessy. You know what? He's not a play with your feet distribution type of goalkeeper. He's not. Mm. He's a lump it upfield, you know, make a you know a bit of shot stopping here, a bit of shot stopping there type of keeper. He's been great the past couple of years. But yesterday, mate, that's a goal kick. This the last kick of the game. If kick it out for a fucking throw-in, bruv. Kick it out for a throw-in. Whatever. He's mad. he's obviously he scuffed the kick. Mm. way he's gone to sleep on the halfway line and they've gone up the other end and, and they've come back and scored. I mean, it's just, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I don't understand as well. You know what? Even if you're, it's one of those things where it's the 95th minute. Just take a yellow card. Don't kick it. Just take a yellow card. Then afterwards, kick it. The referee, this is what Mopay said. He said that the referee said that there's one minute left. If Vicente took another 15 to 30 seconds, it's it. It's he's going to get that yellow card. The referee's going to write it. That minute is gone. Do you get it? Like, he's not going to, it's not going to be a case of he gets a yellow card every game. He's not going to get a five match man because how goalkeepers rarely get cards in the first place. It's he's one of the it. things that with experience, of course, he miskicked it and Mark Gway, yeah, Gway could have done better yeah. than that. And you I know, know what that. I would have done as well but if it was Coyote. I would have gone for Malpai. I, I know that he was quick ahead of him, but I would have just like, literally like, just lunged at him and I would have took the red card. Just take the red card. No, 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 no. I can't say that, no. no Gray could have done better, but you can't say go and take the red card. That's, it's the 95th minute. Like, you're not going to, if you take the red card in that, 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 he shouldn't have to take the red card. But that should saying, be stopped as it is. Like, go and take, do you know what I mean? In that situation though, I'm taking the red card. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm taking it because there's enough players on the bench to cover for Coyote and we come back with three points. Take the red card. T, what's T. going on? Look, yeah, been, I don't know how 17 minutes has gone by already, but we're we're talking about everything about Brighton. Um, I know you're late to the party, but quickly, let's have your thoughts before you join in with the chat about Guaita and the last goal. <sighs> well, boys... I've had, uh, what, about 24 hours to think about this. Ah. Vicente fucking Guaita. Just put the ball out. But what do, you make of the, what do you make of the performance, though? What do you I make of the performance? You know what? I was positive. Just kick it out for a corner. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Honestly. Give him a corner. Whatever. Because like, no, they wouldn't but... have scored from it. The clock runs down. But the, to talk about the performance, the performance was great, man. Fantastic. I thought they played, I thought they, we dominated that game. Like, there was, even like, honestly, with the reality of being up 1-0 and knowing that, of course, one goal ties it, which it did. Prior to that, the feeling of being up 1-0 felt like being up 3-0 because I never felt like they were threatening us to score a goal. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... And, and that, that says a lot about how we were playing defensively and how we were controlling the ball in possession. So, um, and it, but it hurts though, because to have that good of a performance, to be that convincing um, overall, but only to get one point out of it is, um, 
is is it's, is is it's, it's, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just frustrating. It feels like mm-hmm. a loss. Uh, but now, now you're in. Now you've shared your thoughts about the game overall. Let's jump back into the Guayasa situation. So, T, do you think Jack Butlin deserves a chance now? Because there, in, with the previous goalkeepers, look, I'll be honest, with Wayne Hennessy, he wasn't promising by any means. I don't think Guayasa had proper competition. But Jack Butlin, he's not old. He's We're still fairly about young. He's, he's probably he's around his peak. At one point. Yeah, do you think do you think he deserves a chance? Because if it's not now, and when is it going to be? I mean, here's the thing. Did we not already have conversation about this same topic prior to Vicente's performance yesterday? Yeah. We are, had already been having this conversation, so... Um, I mean, I, I, I think, I think it's, it's, it. I think it's definitely something that Patrick Vieira and his coaching staff are having a conversation about this week. Let's say that. Do you, do you think, think he'll pull the trigger? Top of the conversation. Do you think, do you think he will do something like that though? Because it, it will have a big impact. If you're first mm-hmm. in goalkeeper, and your manager takes you out after a mistake like that in the 95th minute, that could impact his confidence as well. So it's not going to be an easy decision for Patrick Vieira. If you're Vieira, would you go and actually say to him, you know what, I have to drop you? Is Jack Butler's chance? Or do you just say you have another go? Because it can go sideways from there onwards. It depends on how Vicente reacts to that. If he reacts negatively, then it can have a long impact on him. I mean, I think the thing you have to think about, man, these these are professional athletes and their job is to produce and if you're not playing well um over a span of games you got to be willing to deal with the consequences that come from that you know i mean it, it would it's a, it would be the same topic of conversation for for a, a outfield player if if they weren't producing in their position not playing well patrick would probably sub them out and it happens but you know, you hope you would hope that if he does make that move, that it wouldn't completely crush Vicente's confidence, but more make him say, "Okay, man, I need to get back to the drawing board. I need to figure out what I'm doing wrong. I need to better myself." You know, um, if he does crumble under the pressure, then maybe that's a sign. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a sign that that that, that we need to do something different. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, talking about Vieira, I'll, I just want to give him a shout out to him because in this game, for the first time in the last three to four years, we dominated Brighton. I felt tactically he got a spot on. And, and lots of people are going to be talking about the mistakes. Lots of people are going to be talking about individual performances. But if we're talking about tactics, Graham Potter versus Patrick Vieira. Yesterday, there was only one winner and it was Vieira. And there's no mm. debate about that. We pressured Brighton. They couldn't get out of their own half at times. When they did have opportunities, there weren't any clear-cut chances. I was Apart from maybe the Welbeck situation, I think it was in the first half. Apart from that, they didn't have anything that I was really worried about. We were in total control for the whole 90 minutes. Um, once again, we face an opposition that's above us. That's, I think, in the top six or top eight. Brighton could have... If, if Brighton won this game, they could have went the first. Against a team that started good, exactly. Hey. And no, we that's... managed to do well against them. So shout out to Patrick Vieira. What did you guys think of the tactics yesterday and how we set that's, up? That's another com- that's another topic of conversation. Like their fans are now like they think they're top draw, excellent side. Like 
You could have oh. gone top of the league and you went to Sellers Park and you played like that. You got a lot. No, but we deserve respect as well. Yeah. We made them play like that, yeah, We made them play like that. And in a way, teams and I think neutral fans are starting to respect us a bit more. You look at our fixture list. None of our games have been easy. The teams we that we've lost against, team. Chelsea. We have played one team yeah. that has been lower than, than 10th in the, in the table this whole season. Yeah, the, the team that we lost against, Chelsea, the champions of Europe, Liverpool, the, the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. One of the these are the best teams in Europe, and exactly, we should have had more points. So, shout out to Vieira. And if he approaches it like that, and when we go to the Amex, I am not worried. I am not worried at all because we absolutely battered them, and it shows by the celebrations as well. I felt like a win to them because they were completely out of it. They were out of it by the last yeah, twenty minutes yeah. or last last ten minutes, where it happens anyways. You, teams push on, team push onwards. But there's one thing that I want to talk about, and I think it's a good topic. It's the substitutions. I felt by bringing on Bentek and Kiate, it showed that we were happy with a one 0 lead. He slowed the game on Kiate, down. He slowed it down K- too much. Exactly. If we brought on Kiate by itself or Benteke by himself, I would have said, "All right, he just changed the personnel, fresh legs." But both of them coming on at the same time was not coincidence. How I saw it was Edward. He started yesterday. I felt. Of course, he didn't have that many opportunities in the final goal. He pressed them well. The reason why we were playing on the floor was because of Edward, because he can play on the floor. So by bringing on Benteke, it automatically changed from playing on the floor, for me anyways, this is how it felt like, from playing on the floor to we want to maybe be more defensive and let's say there's clearances, Benteke can go and win, uh, win on to them. Yesterday, Luca, I've been massively critical of the guy under Roy Hodgson. He started, I thought he was solid as well in midfield. Pinging out passes. Very good. By taking off Luca for Kiate, that was a defense. Kiate might be a better CDM as, as a defensive midfielder, but in Vieira's system, I don't believe he suits it. But maybe Vieira wanted to make things tighter, so he brought on Kiate. So I felt like, like them substitutions were defensive. But what do you guys think of it? I'll read out some of your comments as well. But I'll start with you, T. What did you make of the substitutions? I think the only reason the only reason that I could see being a legitimate reason for him making those substitutions is because he knew that Brighton was going to try and play long ball and that they were probably going to work to get corner opportunities to be able to cross the ball into the likes of Duffy and Dunk. So what do you do? You bring in Kuyate and Benteke, who are better in the air to help defend against those things. That's the only thing I can think of as the reason why you would bring those two in in that situation is because they probably give us a better chance in the air defending the ball. I think Edward was superb. Yes. I think running the channels, running the lines, you know, lay off here, lay off there, take a shot when he could, superb. And he caused them no end of problems. Do you know what I mean? Like... Dunk and Duffy, who apparently are two world beaters, and I think Dunk's going to play in the World oh, Cup for England. And yeah, I mean Shane Duffy. I don't know what he was doing playing in Scotland last oh, year. Don't like, start me on Shane Duffy. Honestly, he should, should be just playing for Real Madrid or something. Yeah. Don't start me on Shane Duffy. He, he thinks he's bigger than he is. Who is Shane Duffy? Who are you? Like who are you? After they scored the goal, he'll just run around giving it all to the Palace. Like, who who's are that you? old club? Who's that old what club? They're all invincible. Chelsea. They're all Chelsea fans. He was at Celtic. Brighton's their second team, mate. Yeah. Chelsea. But 
But anyways, anyways, let's not get carried away. Go continue with your points, Stan. So, and I think that when he bought on Benteke, Benteke mm. didn't do much because we were still oh, trying really to play the Edward system. Do you know what I mean? Of along the floor, here, there, everywhere. Um, Koyate, again, like he's got an engine on him, and I think he just he slowed it down a little bit. And you know, they did, you know, I, I mean, I know Guaita, like we touched on that about. He hasn't been great, but he made a couple of good saves. Like the, the two big lads did get in and have a have a couple of headers that he's tipped over the bar and stuff. Um I don't know, man. It's um I was still impressed by both Luca and Edward. And I don't think it cost us a game. It didn't cost no, us a game. No, but no. it was more of a defensive Wait, approach when I told we you who cost us the game, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pretty fake about that. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil says, although we had good possession, I don't think we created too many clear-cut chances. Um, would you agree with him there, T? There weren't a ton. There weren't a ton of, of, of clear-cut chances. But my thing is this. It, 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 I'm always for quality over quantity any day of the week. We could have created 18 chances and had one shot on goal. You know what I mean? But in this game, we had... Uh, we had the penalty situation, which, you know, pretty much cut and dry. But we had a quality, super solid, like, 90% goal opportunity. That I would have taken that over a whole Nine, bunch of see, close call chances. See, like 90%. For, 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 100%. 100. <laughs> Any other player puts that away. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> like someone like Josh King, who was available on a free, puts that away. But I think I think people, I think guys on our bench put that away. Cough, cough, Elise and Raksaki. You know, both of them two. <laughs> Not on the bench. Raksaki was on our bench, but um, Elise, so I think he puts that away. Right oh, Schlupp, yeah, even Schlupp Wait, probably. Puts I think it Jack Butler puts it away. Jack Butler yeah. puts it away, mate. Yeah, I think it was disappointing that he wasn't even on target. It's like you should have scored that, but the fact that he wasn't even didn't go on target, it was like yeah, there's something clearly wrong. It, but it, but Vieira noticed it. We, yeah, we don't want to keep talking about Julian. Vieira's talked about it. Let's see what he does next uh, next game. Um, Matthew says set pieces were poor. I that delivery was only bad delivery that, was was poor. Poor. that was only Lucas bad delivery from set pieces very that was poor. Bad part about his game. I, what, do you think? Were terrible. Do what do, do you think Conor Gallagher should be on set pieces like permanently, whatever they are? Then because he he was he's been solid with them so far, and he had, he did I think he did take away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, eighteen plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Couple yesterday, I was recording in the stand video. So 
don't remember everything in particular. I do remember each, each performance as individual performance, but not every single situation on the pitch. I think I did see Conor Gallagher in some situations. They're just they were rotating between the two. Yeah, I mean, out of the guys that were probably on the pitch at the time, I guess you would go with Conor Gallagher. Uh, Patrick made a good point yesterday. He's like, honestly, right, the person that's been the best at those set pieces has been Gyro. <laughs> but um, yeah, he I did mean, say that. He did. Yeah, he did. I mean, I probably be it probably be Gallagher. I mean, unless you just want to, you know, I, I see a lot of teams just let their right back or their left back take them too. I mean, they're they do a lot of crossing. So I, but, I yeah, I think uh, I think um, Lucas set pieces were terrible, but yeah, he had a good game. He was good in the middle of the park. Um, yeah, I think I it's, until Eze comes back, which I'm hearing is sooner rather than later. Um, and he can take a set piece, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as corners are concerned, I definitely would probably give it to Gallagher. The one person I do want to see get a shot and, like, direct free kicks is Edward. Mm. Ooh, I, I don't know. I haven't, seen him. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen him in those situations. Hey, man, I've seen, but... I've seen him hit some ropes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen him. But if, if Edward can take them, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to be critical of Luca, But, yeah, set pieces might not be that great. But Luca hasn't been that great on set pieces for a long time. Like, he, hasn't, he hasn't felt, yeah, he hasn't a got it. very long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah, for a long time now. Um, just quickly, um, we'll talk about a couple other things before we move on to the Leicester game. Um so we got a comment from Film Review Show. We weren't uh, incisive in the final third, pressing me into so many areas at the back, but Oli's Who's and Rack Sakulis. Who would Who's come in for? Would you, we'll be talking about lineups for the Leicester game, but have you guys been surprised about Who's lack of game time as well? Um, he hasn't had any game time so far for Palace. He'll and it seems some. like he's behind Luke. When does he? get that game time because it seemed like Luca and Kiate is a rotating midfielders right now. And it seemed like if it's not them two, then Jairo could come in. So where does Will Hughes fit into that unless we have injuries? I think you'll see very soon. Like he'll probably make his debut against Leicester, come on as a sub, I would think. And um, he'll be in there. Like, you know, I think we've got to realise as well, like this team is still finding its feet a little bit. And look at the football that it's playing as well. It took yeah, Graham to Potter. How long has he been there? Four years? Three years? And they haven't beaten us once. They yeah, haven't beaten they us. haven't beaten us once. And it's taken him so long to get them playing against, you know, against not the best teams and getting up the league. Like, they're in a false position, mate. Um, I think as devastating as it is to lose those two points and come away with a draw, I think there's a lot to be positive about. And I think that we've got to realise that we're we're still we're only five weeks into the season, and look how good we look. Yeah, to be playing that good, that well after such a short time is very impressive. I think a lot of it is credited to the whole um, two trainings uh, a day model that uh, Vieira has really been working on. I mean, I know a lot of professional athletes might not like it, a lot of those footballers might not like it, but hey, you know, there's going to get the the chemistry together. You know, I'm all for it, but with the the Hughes piece, man, um, I I mean, what it seems like it could be is that what the fans see in him, PV doesn't doesn't see him for. I think he he could see him as squad depth, and that's it. 
You know, yeah, I, I mean? thought he was Falling. star. I thought yeah. I thought he was I mean, star. Edo Kiate. I thought, and, but and, and, and I, I don't think, mind Luca playing that role for you. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of a lot of us uh, fans might have thought that he was coming in to really play a significant role. I think he whereas... hasn't been very. He hasn't had much training. He hasn't had much sharpness. So I think they're easing him in gently. So yeah, because he wasn't doing anything at Wofford hardly at all during that whole process. They had him working with the young kids, and they said he was barely even getting reps there. So, before, I don't know. Before we move on to the lesser game, quickly, uh, Stan and T, your man of the matches for this game? <laughs> Mitchell! I, I, that's the answer, Mitchell. What are you guys talking about? Mitchell, that's the hey, answer. You know we you haven't talked what? about him, but I quickly wanted to was, mention him as well. He was brilliant. Mate, I think, for me, Anderson is, is the man was the man of the match. Mitchell was brilliant. They were all good. Gay would have been up there as well had he not fallen asleep. I was giving it to Will. I was giving it to Will. Will, yeah. I want yeah, a quick shout out to Mitchell before we talk about the Leicester game. I, You know what? It's reached that point now where we're going to talk about all the other players, but mm. Mitchell is just going to... We're going to... Because he's so he, good every week, we don't have to talk he, about him yeah, because he, he just he does, does the thing. He's not getting talked about because he's the most consistent out there. Exactly. And he's in, and he's in one of the least, uh, I guess you would say, popular positions on the field. You know but it's very nobody, effective, though. Yeah, he is effective nobody, down there because nobody, overlaps nobody tends to, him. Yeah, nobody tends to glorify fullbacks. You know what I mm. mean? But that dude is playing great. He's not putting a foot wrong when he's out there. And the best part about it is we, we could see – we've seen his progression within this system. We could see how he went from not as comfortable on the ball in certain situations or uh, a little bit um, uh, worrisome at times. To now, he's playing. He's he's playing free flowing. You know, he he does have no problem being on the ball, making turns. You know, dribbling, and he's got he's he's got the ability. So why not? So I mean, I I'm super impressed by Tyron Mitchell. I just want us to have that same type of balance and link up on the other side now. Yeah. Well, before we talk about the Leicester, Leicester game, I'll quick mention to our sponsors, Fans Bet. Uh, this season, we've teamed up with them. Uh, the fan-led sports betting company committed to supporting charities and causes which are important to the fans. Do check them out at fansbet.com and claim your bet 10, uh, get 10 plus 50 free spins. Welcome off. The link for this is in the description description section. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, full details on the site, 18 plus. Please do gamble responsibly. Visit begambleware.org for more info and do check out Fans Bet Responsible Gambling Tools. And you'll also see me on their YouTube channel tomorrow talking about the Premier League in general. So yeah, make sure to check them out. They're helping us run everything right now. It ain't cheap to do so. So yeah, thanks to Fans Bet. Great sponsors. And yeah, check them out. Link will be in the description down below now let's talk about Leicester just, quick, just quickly mm. uh, there's a guy called Neil, Neil Dulake he mentioned Joel Ward I've got to say he was brilliant yesterday really really good yeah, battled, and battled and battled and battled all the way mm-hmm. this season his game has gone up another um, what's it called another notch as well so he, he made a couple plays on the ball that were really impressive he had a nice little um Chop behind the behind his back uh, against against the a guy and made a play and the one where he took on like three or four Brighton guys in order to keep the possession and got that got that ball out of there. I was like, man, he's 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 been playing great too. It's just I wish that, and I'm not saying that the, this is his fault necessarily, but I wish there was more link up between the right back and the right wing on that side. You know, a little bit more 
fluidity there that, that we haven't really had to this point. I'm still the firm believer of Nathan Ferguson. If Nathan Ferguson comes back fit, I feel like we... I love Wardy to bits and he's done a great job. But with the system that Vieira's got, you can see Mitchell, like he's good defensively and going forward. Wardy, he, he's, been, he's been solid for us. But as with the IU situation, just because he's been half good, it doesn't mean that we can't do any better. Um, right. Which with IU's debatable if he's been half good anyway. Nathan Ferguson. <laughs> but you know, but you know okay. what I mean? It, no, forget Nathan Ferguson. He's not coming, mate. He's done. <laughs> he hasn't done played that. in two. He hasn't played in two years. Forget him. Well, we're gonna ease him in, and and people are sleeping on him. If he reaches the form that he was at with with, with West Brom, pushing forward and defending, um, he's he quality. He's he quality, and he's gonna be massive years, for us. Mate. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, no, it's so gonna happen, man. Comes, it's gonna happen, in, but if he comes in and plays well, I can't wait to see the smile on Stan's face. Like exactly. That. You know what? Yeah. I hope so, but I'm just telling you now, like if you haven't played football for two years, you've been on the treatment table for two years. <clears throat> well, hopefully he comes back stronger. I, I still have belief in him, and if he does reach levels, trust me, he's gonna be like a new well, he's like he's basically gonna be a new signer. He hasn't played a game anyway, so I guess we still, he's been signed, but he hasn't had his debut. So whenever he plays, it's going to be like a new signing. And I think it's going to be massive for us. Leicester. Now, I want to start this conversation off with, we've got so many draws now against all these top quality teams. And we lost against Chelsea and Liverpool as well. Looking at the Leicester game, is it now time for us to go and win these games? We've got some winnable games coming up. And starting with Leicester, what do you guys think? Is it like a, not a must win, but now... We have to now push on and not use any excuses facing all them top eight sides because Leicester haven't started that strong. They lost to Brighton, which was controversial because the referee was abysmal in the second half and they did score two goals. But surely against Leicester, we should be looking to win at this point. I think so. Um, they are a good side and we should not underestimate them. They've got players that can hurt Palace, but we should be looking to win. Like we should be going out there with the winning mentality. They're playing in Poland on Thursday night in the Europa mm. League. They're going to be tired. They haven't got their squad depth isn't all there. You know mm. what I mean? They haven't got mm. the players to rotate and rotate and rotate. There should be no excuses. We should that we should turn up the sellers and put them away. And that's not because they're a bad side, but we've got the advantage. We've had more days off, um, and it's time to show what Palace are all about. And they're not on good form right now. They're not. Yeah. Like what I mean, and, and I think that's important for us to to take into account is that they have a European game shortly. Five. I mean, literally a Thursday to Sunday, man. That it's is, not easy. That's that's for what for what Stan just mentioned about a team with not a lot of squad depth to have two days before another match, and y'all not playing very well before that. Uh, that that's tough. That's tough, and they got to come into a place like Selhurst. They're dodgy oh. at the back. They're dodgy at the back as well. That's Sayonchu's. He's been ponied like this year. Yeah. Been, who, who's the yeah, other one that plays up with yes, him? Because people, people the guard. Yeah. People yeah. Are figuring yeah. him out, man. People yeah. are figuring that that Soyuncu dude out. He's a bonehead. Yeah. He's he's really he's really a fake tough guy. He's, he's a waste, man. Yeah. Whoa. Man, I talk about him. You know, he's Turkish. <laughs> Oh, in football, oh. in terms, he's not very. He has. He's not very good, is he? He's still no. You know what's happened? 
With him, he's just been out of form ever since the Euros. And like, yeah, I don't blame him because the Euros were absolutely so... We were awful in the Euros. Yeah, we were awful tough. in the Euros. Watch him come and have a blinder now after I called him away. <laughs> <laughs> Man of the match performance. Two yeah. goals, scores two headers in a corner. Cliche as well. <laughs> well you but, could, but you can see how important uh, Fofana was to their... Um, massive. To their centre-back pairing because that dude was extremely athletic and, and actually a really, really good player. Like, I know they miss, they're missing him like crazy right now. Hmm. So, talking about the lineup now, do you think Vieira makes any changes after yes. that performance? Because, what, why though? Because there's only, of course, I know you're going to talk about, but that's no rocket science. If, you, if you've been here since the start of the show, I know you're going to mention. But don't you think the performance was good enough for the, for the whole 94 minutes that, you know, he goes with the same lineup because we absolutely dominated him? No. I'm not gonna Are so, you so, in the stands or permanently suspended from Crystal Palace Football Club? Gone. Oh, jeez, man. He ain't bad, bad. He ain't Alice bad. Police saying for Ayu, um, Oshlop, either one. Um, what else? That's the move I'm worried about. I'm worried they're going to put Schlup in there in the starting line. Yeah. yeah, let's start with one. Let's start with one at a time. So, Schlup, why are you worried about that, T? Because. Um, like I said, like I said yesterday, if if with bringing Schlupp in in that situation uh, for IU last game, that's uh, an immediate signal that Schlupp is now affecting the minutes of Olise and his development. And I think he needs to be in there playing. Simple as that. I mean, I think he needs it and we need it. You know what I mean? I think he, like, he's got to go. Like, he, he's done. Like, Slup doesn't give us very much. That's just my personal opinion. Compared to what we can have in a player like Elise on the pitch. I mean, the limited time that he's been out there, he's noticeably affected the game. Yeah. I I think, honestly, like, we need to move away from from Jordan Ayu. Like, I said this, like, look what's coming (laughs) Be how many times have you said it? Like, I've lost count. I've literally lost count. Put, how many times you said it? He always puts. He uh, gave you forewarning. D. He told you. He told. Yeah, you he like he's been telling me like for the last forty minutes. <laughs> we talk about Vincent Guaita. He still mentions Jordan Ayew. He's like, he's, he literally wants him out of the team. He doesn't want. Yeah. He doesn't want him at the club at this point. So I think either Alisa or Schlup. Alise, if he wants to go at him, who plays fullback for Leicester? You've got um, Ricardo Pereira. Ricardo Pereira uh, and and um, on the left hand side, who who is it? Uh, I'm not actually too sure. I can actually double check it for you right now to yeah. see who played against who played against Leicester. Oh, um, but out wide, Castagna plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the shot. But I'll double yeah, check anyway. Yeah, but are they like? It dep- like I haven't watched much of them, um, so I'm just trying to think like how is uh, what's it called like. Schlup might be better because he's a little bit like there's a bit more solidity. But if you want to run at him and cause him problems, obviously get Elise in and 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 just let's see what see what the kid can do. Do you know what I mean? They've been yeah. shaky. I, I like I haven't watched all the Bertrand. games, but I've been oh, reading Bertrand. stuff and Bertrand. yeah, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's and get Elise on to 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 send him for a hot dog, mate. Because yeah, because that that's what because <laughs> he hundred percent will. Yeah, because he will. You know. Any other changes in midfield or in defence? No. Um, I could see. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he made an adjustment in, in midfield, but I wouldn't say it's necessary at all. 
Um, and then, of course, what we've been talking about with the possible goalkeeper thing, you know. But I think um, Guaita deserves a few more games before he gets dropped. I think I do like, too. I, do like too. He's I don't think you'll drop him as well because yeah. it, it'll just look it'll just look bad because it, it was his mistake in terms of him not being able to kick it out. And if he drops him because of just that, then it'll be like it'll just have. It would just have a negative effect, basically. But, but I would say that he, he, he needs to have a convincing performance, given mm-hmm. given that given those those additional games, he needs to have some convincing performances. I mean, I would have considered this one to be a, a pretty convincing performance outside of that mistake. Honestly, I mean, there was a uh, I think there was maybe one where he batted it rather than catching it, but he actually came for the ball a little bit better in uh, last game too. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Nick is. I'm gonna try and get Nick on to the stream as soon as possible. Whilst I sort that out, uh, Benteke. Don't is there a shout for maybe Benteke starting no. up front if if their defense no. is shaky? No, no, way. It, no way. Yeah, but if their defense is shaky, if their defense no. is shaky, I'm just saying no. there, there was. Why not? Why not? Gone because he can't press. Because he can't press. Run the lines, because mate. He can't press. See Edward yesterday. You want to have Edward in this game to press this team from the back because they are not good at the back. So Yonchu has been poor on the ball. Neither and of those so guys are good. On, yeah, neither of those guys are good. So on the Vestergaard. Ball. Vestergaard was poor at Southampton. I can't believe they bought him. You need to, you need to have somebody in there to 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 press to press those center backs. And in in Vieira's in Vieira's uh, system. That is the sole. That's one of like the the the, the number one duty of the center the center forward is to is is to pressure just the center backs. If you watch, so I I, I think it's definitely got to be Edward here. Well, look, we're joined by Nick. Um, if you if you guys want to join us as well, the link is uh, in the comments down in the comment section to let us know what you think about the game. Nick, you joined us late. We're talking about the Leicester game now, but if you want quickly, um, what do you make of the Brighton game and talking about the Leicester game? How do you see that one going as well? Well, I've just been talking about the uh, the Brighton game on the podcast uh, that we've just been recording. Um, so, yeah, I just went to um, Stan. Ayu isn't that bad, mate. He has 95% pass rate, 37 successful passes. Where, where he keeps the the ball. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't matter. He's kept the ball and allowing other players to come in. He's having a bad spell like Benteke did. Everybody wanted to get rid of Benteke when he could shoot the toffee. I hasn't scored for 748 games. Perhaps, yeah, that's the thing. Um, keeping Elise out. Elise is coming back from injury. So um, maybe they just want to keep him with cheap gloves and use him as an impact stop. You saw how the effect he had when he came against Chelsea. Chelsea didn't know what to do with him. Can you, can you have him on at the start of a game? Who knows? You, you, you want plan B's to come on later and unpick sides if things aren't going that well. That's all I've got to say on that. Uh, Leicester game's going to be interesting because they, they're, um, they're having a bit of trouble, aren't they? Um, I think people are beginning to find them out. Um, and they're having a few injuries. Leicester, the, the season they did really, really well was the season that nobody got injured for them. So they, they haven't got that consistency with their team. They've got a different manager as well. So they go through a rough spell, but yeah, yeah. sorry, a bit of a rant. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I like it. I like someone who's on the other side with the eye situation. I just want to go back <laughs> to that. Um, I'll no, tell, tell you what's going to happen now. It's going to be like Ben Teke. He's pony for a long time. Contract up in the summer. Last ten games. Bang, bang, bang. New deal. That's what's going to happen, and we're going to have to live with a night, the nightmare of Jordan Ayew for another year or two. 
Stan, don't you put that voodoo on us. Nick, do you agree? Nick, do you think we've been <laughs> overcritical of Ayu as a fan base after yesterday's game? Do you think the focus has been on him too much when it wasn't even his mistake that led to the goal? Every team has to have an escape go. And if it ain't Ayu, it's Ward. People started started picking on Ward uh, around me yesterday. And actually, Why? by halfway through the Why? first half, they had no, 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 but because Ward was the easy one to pick on. Everybody, everybody's got to have somebody to pick on. Um, and it's either Ward or it's Ayu. Um, they stopped moaning at Ward yesterday because he was playing well. He had his best game in a very, very long time. Ayu, I watched carefully because I thought, right, he's going to get, he's going to get coated. And yes, he cost us the game with that miss. I mean, I've watched that shot back over and over again, and it's pathetic. But the fact is, he was there to, to make the shot. Um, he's not as bad as everybody's made out, but yeah. Just getting assisted a couple of goals, but at least they, I, I think it's they don't want to, they don't want to ruin him. Like um, Ferguson's been ruined by injury, bringing them back too early, or or Wickham, you know. I think they're a little bit worried about that. Mm. Jay says, "What's the point of being able to pass but I can't finish? He's a striker and a right winger. Is he's yeah. not a striker? Yeah, that's true. He's not a striker." He can't even strike. He ain't a striker. He's not, he, and he ain't a winger because he's got no pace on him. He can't put a ball in the box. I don't know what he does. What, well, Nick, do you start? Do you start your next game then? Do you start next game because you, you seem like you're backing him? So <laughs> I guess you. Do. No, no, I'm, I'm not backing him. I'm just saying he's getting slagged off too much. Mm. I think he's over the top. You know, he's doing some criticism, but I think he's overboard. I, I, I think he's being harsh. And as far as I'm concerned. That goal he scored against West Ham, he can't do any wrong in my eyes. Just, just, just that moment, <laughs> in all them years of shitness under Roy, that is a shining light, and we, we could never take that away from him. Like we could never take Pardew's goal against Liverpool away from him, even though we all hate him now, you know, because of what he did when he was here last time. You know it's, what? Um, it was so bad last season at one point that I actually thought I'd take him back. <laughs> Pardew. Yeah. I, I won't be serious, obviously, but like I would, I was like, I would have rather have watched us under him than under Roy Hudson towards the end, you know. <laughs> I'd have taken George Burley back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mate, was, I was on a verge of quitting. Yeah, I was on a verge of quitting. Watch your football. Uh, if if Roy, Roy Hodgson was, I actually hated it. Like it reached a point where I love Palace, I but he made, he made me. Yeah, he actually made me like dislike. Just like Palace for no apparent reason, like you were just so negative. Yeah. Like, what is the point of watching it? But, anyways, I'm not here to talk about Royal Ocean. Uh, Nick, before you go, score predictions. Um, we're at home, but we what's up? Kick off two o'clock. Wow, that's um, actually uh, the score prediction. <laughs> yeah, no, it does affect it because the closer to lunch the time we play, the worse we are. Um, yeah. I reckon we'll uh, if we're near lunchtime, we'll win 3 1. 3-1. And I think uh, I will score two and he will lift up a T-shirt <laughs> that will say, F you, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I hope he does that. I hope he does that. I'll happily all, take it. First of all, yeah. if he does that, Stan, there's no, there's no such thing as bad publicity and Stan is massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if he does that, I mean, like, who's Stan? <laughs> exactly, he'd be like, who's yeah. Stan? <laughs> he'd be like, Eminem, Eminem, 
It's your biggest fan. This is Stan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, well, like, um, good chat to Nick. Well, die, yeah, good chat to you, Nick. Um, nice one, Nick yeah, yeah. Also, make sure to check out the how's podcast. Let you go on. Yeah, hopefully, see you Sunday after the game. Um, I was going to get on with you last night, T, but A, there was no link. B, I was queuing up 90 minutes to try and get fuel. I don't know if you've heard what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw you said. You had no link in the chat, man. What was going I on? Did, I, I put the link. The you didn't want to hear you. I, no, you I put the link in the very beginning. <laughs> I, I tell you, I didn't do it multiple times, though, because I was going in on so many people during that damn chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's, right. it's a good show. If, if you haven't seen it, um, it's so good to watch after the game. It really is. Much better than radio, so. Thanks, I'll big up T and Patrick on that one. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, bro. Right. Yeah, good job on T and Patrick for that. Um, they've been solid for us this season. They're not like I. They've been Zaha and Conor Gallagher for us. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, yeah, that that was that was Nick there. Um, sharing his thoughts on the game. Look, we've been talking about the Leicester game. Um, if you've enjoyed this so far, and if you're still here, make sure to leave a like as it helps us out massively. If Every single one of you can do it. It takes a second. It just, it'll be great. Um, and whilst you're doing that, yeah, also let us know your score prediction because that's what we're going to move on to before we end this off. So let's start with you, Stan. Score predictions. Palace Leicester Sunday, 2 p.m. kickoff. They got a game on Thursday night as well. So that should play a part in terms of tiredness. How do you see this one going? I'm going to go 2-1 Palace. 2-1. I'll take that. I think... See? I think Vardy will score for them. And I think Odson, Edward, and Zaha for us. All right, cool. I'll take that. Uh, T, Ayu on the squad sheet? Is it going to happen? I hope Ayu isn't on the squad sheet, first of all. <laughs> but, <laughs> He's um, going to start. Watch. He's going to start. You start. I think you start at least saying you put Rocksaki behind him. That's what I want to see. Just... Jeez, you're, you're being too over-ambitious. You know Rocksaki ain't even in the squad right now. If he starts many more games, then I might stop watching. That's oh, how much geez. I hate him. You'll be watching. You'll be watching. Don't I say that. You'll be watching. <laughs> well, well, let's see your reaction when he scores a goal this weekend, yeah? Um, T, who's scoring? What's, do you even say a score prediction? No, I didn't say a score prediction. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm also going to go two. I'm also going to go 2-1. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's the rule. You can't do it. You can't oh, go 2-1. Yeah. You said 2-1. You can't do that. So you, you, right, okay, you're either going for okay. one or three one if okay. you want to go. With okay, here we go. Here we go. Two nil Palace. Okay, clean sheet. Back to clean sheets. Yeah. Um, Who's scoring? Vardy's going to have one ruled out on the offside, and uh, we'll have uh, a double, another double by Edward. Another double by Edward. I'm taking that. For me, I'm going five nil Palace. Edward hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell two goals as well. It's going to be crazy. Making seven, get Mateo and I on the score sheet as well. <laughs> Wait a minute. If we, if, do you realize if we go 5-0 and get that prediction that D is going to have everybody... Wait a minute. Listen, I'm saying it right now. If we go 5-0, everybody's in the chat. This is LT Nation, PP. Y'all got to buy this man a pint. Everybody got to buy You have to. 5-0? Yeah, mate. We beat them 5 nil before. Let's go for it. They're going to be tired. Wilfred's going to be crazy. I is going to be running around like his flash. Um, 
And yeah, I think we're just going to get a win. Let's go. I'm going to be positive. I need to be positive because I've been so dreadful the last 24 everybody hours after that result. Is going to be, everybody in South London is going to be buying deep heights. If yeah, if exactly. Let's go. Let's go. 5 no win. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> um, we've got a Jay here saying 2-1. I'm not going to underestimate them. We've got LT Nation saying 4-1. Palazar to Edward to and Gallagher. Uh, shout out to Gallagher, by the way. I, I love him. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. No one's going to break this. Gonna I, I don't care. Real. I'll do a GoFundMe page. Like, whatever it is, I'll swim across the Atlantic Ocean. We should start doing GoFundMe right now. Man, we should exactly. I'm doing now. whatever it takes. I'm doing whatever it takes. Um, you spend the money on IU's wages, mate. Wait a minute, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, Oliver said he'll start the fundraiser for D if it's five zero. Yeah, I'm. I'm Conor Gallagher, I'm. I'm ready to do whatever it takes to buy him right now. But yeah, I'm going for yeah. As I said, five zero. And look, it's been a good show. Nearly an hour's worth. Um, we talked a lot about the Leicester game and also the Brighton game as well. Look, it was a disappointing result, but. If you look at the performance, there's something there to build on from. We've got more winnable games coming up. We've faced some tough opponents. I think every opponent opponent that we've faced so far have been in the top eight, um, which shows that they've had good starts. Um, so hopefully from now on, we've got Leicester, we've got Arsenal coming up, even though they've been on form last two, three games. I think we can go get a result there. So we've got some good games coming up. Look, hopefully we start off with Leicester, three points, and win that game. And hopefully we'll be here next Tuesday talking about Wilfred Zahn's hat-trick and Jordan Ayew's brace. Until next time, up the palace. Up the palace. Up it. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.